uh, I, you did not ask for my consent. <laughs> yeah. try. Welcome to the gruesome two. My name is Kevin. I'm the host of the Jerry Room Podcast. And apparently this fucking shit show needs to be started. So here I am starting it. And welcome everyone. <laughs> <laughs> for those who didn't get that, this is the gruesome two some movie review some. Get the full name right, Kevin Jesus. Oh, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. You expect me to show up on time, which I did. And you can't even show up on time. But and now I gotta know the name too. This is look, we eh, I'm on strike. I may or may not have had some time issues. Okay, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few. I, I guess I forgive you since you're on the opposite side of the world of me. Thank you. I, I mean, f- I I'm give you I'm in the future, so really I should probably forgive you. But anyway. how, how can you forgive me for what are you gonna do for so how's your Trying day going? To- Thanks for having me. I'm really excited <laughs> to be here. Obviously, we are totally on task today for this episode. <laughs> we are so we, we've got a schedule and everything. We're so right, prepared. Right. So I'm prepared. So, so prepared. Uh, my name is Kevin. I'm the host of the Jerry Room <laughs> Podcast, if you didn't catch that in the intro. The Jerry Room Podcast is a true crime podcast that kind of goes over a little bit of everything. I've got serial killers, unsolved mysteries, missing person cases, just a whole variety of the true crime genre. Um, it is a solo hosted show, and but I also do bring a guest on for the second episode. I usually It's usually two episodes per one story. But yeah, come check me out. Um, I'm assuming that the links will be in the show notes and you can find me on any major podcasting platforms. This is why he runs his show solo, because he just takes over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Insert just, just take over. It's how fine. the fuck he's doing, man. <laughs> well, for those of you who actually came here for a movie review, you're out of luck. <laughs> it's just this for an hour. No, we did actually, well, I don't, I know I did. I just finished watching Django Unchained, which is the movie we're supposed to be reviewing. I, you <laughs> know what? I did know. watch it. I was good. And I actually watched the movie. I finished it this morning and I forgot how much I liked this movie. This was a, uh, a good movie from beginning to end. There's a lot of subliminal messaging in it and it, it's definitely a, and I really don't have a bad thing to say about it, which is hard for me because I'm very picky when it comes to movies. So I, I truly enjoyed this one from beginning to end. Yeah, I got to say I was the same. I hadn't watched this in a really long time. And then I did. And I forgot just how much I enjoyed it. I mean, I've probably got a few nitpicky spots here and there, but not many. It's pretty damn close to a perfect film. I mean, the only cringe part for me was the use of the n-word but i mean mm-hmm. it's also kind of the part of the era really yeah it's part of that mm. that that culture of the era that they were trying to portray so i i i get it but it was definitely it was like oh my god that's a lot of that's, <laughs> that's a lot of n-words word. in one movie <laughs> right i'm like fucking a man but no it, it was it was a good one I, I really don't have anything bad to say about it i think I think the the biggest thing that I forgot about this film was how much I enjoyed the the gun shooting scenes, right? Because they are just so fucking wacky. Oh, <laughs> dude, just, they are. Everyone is everywhere. Blood is everywhere. People are flying. It's nuts. Absolutely I think, nuts. 
I think my favorite part of the whole movie, though, was when Quentin Tarantino, for anybody who's not a Quentin Tarantino fan, Quentin Tarantino usually makes a guest spot in his movie, mm. whether it be as a star or just a supporting character somewhere throughout the movie. He's hidden somewhere. But he blew himself up in the most Quentin Tarantino kind of way. And I just was, I forgot all about that part. And I, when it happened, I was like, that is the best shit in the whole world. Like he mm-hmm. blew himself up like Quentin Tarantino would blow somebody up. It was awesome. It was exactly what you said. The most Quentin Tarantino thing you can think of. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. He, he literally just like exploded like pieces. Like, <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, that might, that makes sense. That's, that's something he would do. Well, just backtracking a little bit for anyone who doesn't know what Django Unchained is about. Uh, where have you been living? Are you like hiding under a rock? Why have you not seen it? Please go watch the film right now and then come back. But <laughs> uh, it is set in the South two years before the Civil War, um, starring Jamie Foxx as Django, a slave whose brutal history with his former owner's land. Face to face with German-born bounty hunter Dr. King Schultz, played by Christoph, Christoph I always go to say Christopher, Christoph Waltz, who is fucking phenomenal in this film. Uh, Schultz is on the trail of the murderous brittle brothers and only Django can lead him to his bounty that does not give it justice whatsoever no zero this I will say that the all the main characters really every character played their part really really well but the main characters Jamie Foxx Christoph Waltz Leonardo DiCaprio Samuel L. Jackson they I mean they were their parts were amazing they all played really well part or they really did really well in their parts you know what I mean Tarantino is yeah. very good with that though when right. it comes to casting take out Eli Roth and my personal hatred for him <laughs> he's very good he's very good with casting yeah so. I, I I enjoyed pretty much every character and the 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 Don Johnson sequence with the when they're riding with the hoods were yes hilarious I completely forgot Jonah Hill was in this film right and it was (laughs) has anyone got a spare hood why (laughs) would anyone have a spare hood (laughs) and then you had Jonah Hill making a a little camp not a cameo but a little part I mean there was there was a lot of people in this movie that you're like holy shit I can't even believe they're in there so many people and I that was another thing I'd completely forgotten about as well was just how many like if you're really analyzing the film just how many people are actually in this film just like little easter eggs are just everywhere right oh you're here oh you're here oh you're here (laughs) (laughs) oh I forgot you were in this holy shit (laughs) oh yeah you exist (laughs) oh yeah fuck oh my god right And I, I didn't even realize it, but this movie's 10 years old now. And it, I didn't I realize how, that it was that old, right? Oh, doing this ta- <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> doing this Tarantino <laughs> month makes me feel really old because they had the anniversary of um, Grindhouse the other week as well. Oh, and I, that was one. like 15 years or something. I was like, what? <laughs> am I older than I think I am? <laughs> Well, that means that puts what Sin City in mm. to 2000, 2005, 2004, something like that, right? About that, yeah. 
Oh my god, I'm old. Fucking hell. See, <laughs> see, it's not just me. It it's, does. It makes you feel old. <laughs> it's gross. That makes me just feel way not. Oh my god, Sin City was in 2005. Yeah. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so no more there's... podcasts. I quit. I'm too old. <laughs> I'm going to retire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, walking frame and everything i'm done right i mean this is everyone yeah. get off my lawn <laughs> so what's your favorite quentin tarantino movie Ooh, i mean i've got the death proof poster in my living room so that's but Probably in saying that there, that's right? sort of like rodriguez more than just tarantino probably be the kill bill one and two would you hate me if i told you i haven't seen them Neither of them? Neither of them. Why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) I I have tried. Okay, so I've tried to watch them. I just have never been able to get into them. We can end the podcast right here. It's fine. You can. Yeah, it's done. I mean, I think we've ended it about six times now. Right, right. This What's number seven? Who gives a shit at this point? Who's counting? (laughs) Why, though? Uh, Like, what's... Like, if you've tried and haven't succeeded, what stopped you? Like, what about it? turns you off i'm not i'm not into like the martial arts aspect of it you know what i mean like it's uh, not okay i've never then really yeah, you're been really into not like, going to enjoy it <laughs> right i've never really been into like martial arts movies so i love quentin tarantino i just don't i've just never been able to get into martial arts movies so not even just, the ones that like make fun of it not even the ones that make well i mean yeah like what was it not another teen movie made fun of it Oh no, I'm um, talking more so like Kung Fu Hustle and what's that other one? Is it Kung Pao? Oh no, I haven't even seen those. I, I Kung Fu now. movies kind of just they kind of stay off my radar. It's like not something that I'm like, oh my god, I gotta see these. You know what I mean? Yeah, and no, I'm like that with a lot of war movies. I'm like, oh, I might watch it depending on who's in it, but I'm not going to gravitate towards it for the sake of it. Right, just to say all oh, that you watched it, right? Mm, exactly. Right. Yeah. Anyways, that was way off topic and a tangent that we probably needed to have. That's apparently, all this is, it's fine. <laughs> Just one long tangent. <laughs> but so what were your, obviously you like the film. What was something that you didn't like about it? I got to agree with you with the N word. I, I do understand that that's supposed to be the time and the era and spaghetti Westerns and all of that sort of thing. I think, he sort of enjoys it too much. Tarantino loves to find a way to get that word into his movies. I know. And then it's also, then it, then it begs the question of, is he a racist? And he's just kind of subtly putting it out there. I mean, the guy's a bit of a weirdo anyway. So, <laughs> Right. And that's where that, you know, uh, creative people usually come off weird, right? Eccentric, I guess mm. is what the, the right way to put it. Right. But at the same time, I don't know why he would want that kind of controversy. You know what I mean? Because it kind of takes away from the critical acclaim of the film because there's a lot of people who probably wouldn't watch it just for the fact of... These would fail being released now. You think think so? Yeah. I don't think these would get anywhere near as high as the ratings that they have if they were released now. The climate's gone too far politically correct. I can see that actually. And you're not, you're not wrong with that because, and I think that just comes with, and and it's not a bad thing, right? It's not, it's not necessarily like a a bad thing for it not to be as critically acclaimed today as it was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. But 
you're right the climate around it today would be but that's just it too though would it drive more people to watch it right the controversy would kind of pique people's interest to be like oh to hate it and when you have a film like that it's like is bad press good press like you know what i mean it would definitely bring in the crowd who want to see it for the purpose of cancelling it. So I can see where where you're coming from with that for sure. It's a bit of a hard one. Cancel culture is real. Whole other <laughs> subject. <laughs> Those who can't see her, she rolled her eyes. <laughs> I do that naturally all the time. People just think I'm a bitch. I am an asshole. <laughs> it's Betty's truth. I think it's an Australian thing, though, honestly. Uh, like, you okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's got to be an Australian thing, though, or a different culture thing, right? Compared to the to the to uh, what specifically? Because very sarcasm, bitchiness, the sarcasm, right? The sarcasm mm-hmm. is something that a lot of Americans aren't used to, right? Because mm-hmm. it's very dry. It's very. Wait, is she kidding? Is she not? Yeah, there's a lot of times I've had to explain myself on Twitter (laughs) because no one gets it. (laughs) So, yeah, it's definitely a cultural difference for sure. Right. For sure. 100%. What's that like for you being that you're from Australia? Why am I asking you the question? I love this. this. Go, no, it's okay. Go. (laughs) For you with the culture difference, like, is is it weird interacting with I'm not saying all Americans, right? But the generalization like 90% of, of them are fucking weird, right? <laughs> oh, well, that's just everyone. Anyone who gravitates towards me is is weird. Is a weirdo? <laughs> yeah. What the just fuck are you trying to say? That I'm fucking weird? I mean... I mean, you're not wrong, but that's exactly, not the Exactly, that's point. my point. <laughs> but that's not the fucking point. You could be like, oh my God. You're the best, Kevin. That's why I like. That's why I invited you on to be our but first that's guest. Part the best. That's oh, is that part of it. That's part of it. Oh. You gotta have a slither of weirdness to True. for me to like you. <laughs> I think. I think most. And sorry, podcast community, but most podcasters are a little fucking weird. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have to be. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's your turn to ask is. a question. <laughs> it is what it is. Right. <laughs> okay. Name five things about this film that you loved. I mean, like top tier, top five things about the film. The visuals, mm-hmm. the music, mm-hmm. the acting. Mm-hmm. Oh man, five things. That's three. And I agree with all three so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, five things that I agree with. <clears throat> I got three, obviously, because I can count. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um man i would go and act i was gonna say you couldn't really cast anybody different in the lead roles it's kind of like i couldn't imagine seeing anybody else in in the lead roles five that's so hard that's fuck Fuck, the only thing i have to say and this has absolutely nothing to do with the acting itself is any time have you seen the movie Ray, Ray. the one about Ray Charles? Oh, with uh Jamie Foxx, I think. Yeah, I have, yeah. Every time I watch Jamie Foxx now in a role, with the way he talks, I only think of Ray. 
<laughs> it's so <laughs> off-putting because I'm just like, this is so weird watching this movie about this slave and whipped and all this stuff and then my mind is just picturing Ray Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's not normal and that's not healthy. I, not that I'm, I'm not, here to judge you, but I mean, well, I never claim to be. <laughs> I will say though, Jamie Foxx is a fantastic actor, oh, though. Phenomenal. Well, once he started breaking out into these more serious kind of roles, he really like put his heart and soul into every single role that he ever mm. did. Agree 100%. What about you? What's your five? Uh, so I agree with you with the top three with the visuals, acting, and what was the other casting? Uh, I don't fucking remember. Okay. I have a weird one that probably means nothing to, to you whatsoever. Okay. But there's a scene where they're at the table and they're talking about Eskimo Joe. Right. Eskimo Joe is a band here. <laughs> oh, okay. So every time they brought it up, I just kept... because. I'm, I'm a big fan anyway, but like every time they brought it up, I'm like, they're not talking about the band Ebony. They're not talking about the band. Hey, they <laughs> like, might be. I doubt it. <laughs> I think that <laughs> Quentin Tarantino is sitting there and he's like billion dollar mansion listening to Eskimo Joe, hey, this random hey. little Australian band. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kudos if he is. Right. But- I mean, he could be. He could be like, oh, my God, I need to put these mo- these people's music in my movies. But then I was thinking maybe the band is named after them. And then I'm like, wait, no, that can't be right. Because the band came out in 97 and the film is way after that. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't put the two together at all. I'm just like, my mind was just all over the fucking place. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Right? Five is hard. Yeah, I feel like I could split visuals up. What do you mean? Well, you've got the visuals in relation to the cinematography overall. But then you've right. also got the visuals as to what's shown, like the imagery itself that's shown on screen. So like the dogs attacking and the blood right. splatter and even just okay. them like going through the snow on the horses. Like so no, no that's fair uh, too, because the the everything was pretty like the plantations were green Mm. and lush and the uh, you know the background like the sunsets and stuff were really pretty too and just the way that they shot the the whole movie was you're right there you could totally separate it and And even with the bleak and dark scenes like um that scene where they go to him hanging upside down and you get the image of the feet of course, being right. Tarantino, you get the image of the feet with the light shining down. Even that, as dark and uh, bleak as it is, it's still quite a pretty shot. Like it's still shot really beautifully with the lighting and the darkness and him hanging there. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's just interesting to see the juxtaposition between everything. Right. My nuts shriveled up a little <laughs> bit when he was about to get his balls chopped off right then, too. I. I was so cringed. I was like, oh, (laughs) please don't do it. I don't think this is going to happen right now, but for fuck's sakes, please don't happen right now. (laughs) I lit my whole body just went like, oh, like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, uh, that was not a, there, 
it was the kind of movie that just made you feel things like other mm-hmm. than it just being entertainment it was like damn like it was just it's just a different perspective you know what i mean mm-hmm. of like damn this is probably like a a visual representation of what it was like to be on a plantation mm. and just that the ignorance of of america at the time oh absolutely right it's kind absolutely. of like american history x it's one of those movies that it just it engages your other senses besides it mm-hmm. just being a movie. You know what I mean? It just sits with you and you think about it for a long time afterwards. Right. 100%. Mm. That's a movie you should cover is American History X. That's a good one. Favorite scene. Quentin Tarantino blowing up. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. It, when it happened, I was just like, that is the most Quentin Tarantino thing to do ever. As I already said it, and I'll say it again. It's just he blew himself up the way that he would blow up anyone else and mm-hmm. i respect him for doing it that's fair i have two and they're very very different to each other one is when they're in the house and everyone is just shooting at everyone and it's just absolute chaos and two is when he's riding on the horse in the blue suit <laughs> he almost oh my like God. austin powers <laughs> and it's so out of place <laughs> that is hilarious i'll give that, you that the I blue just, suit I love one that it was so vibrant and it was just right. like, why? <laughs> the shootout in the house was hilarious with that guy laying on the ground, just continuing to get shot and just screaming yeah. and pain, but he's still getting shot. Still going. Like, yes. Keep shooting him. Oh, yeah. so good. I, I agree. Those it's okay. You can like those scenes. I allow it. Oh, thanks. How kind of you on my show telling me well, what I can welcome to the to the jury room takeover i own this <laughs> fucking shit now he's actually just taking over from now on i am the guest <laughs> he, he will be hosting every single episode moving forward jess if you're hearing this i'm sorry <laughs> so so the name of this podcast now is the jury room takeover featuring yes. ebony from the former gruesome twosome, <laughs> gruesome twosome movie room <laughs> <laughs> podcast Thanks for joining me on this episode. Today, I Jess might is let just her there in the today. background. <laughs> Jess, <laughs> Jess is here in spirit. It's okay. <laughs> oh, where's she at? I'm a little offended that she's not here for your first guest. She works. So the How time dare difference. She? I know. How dare she have a job? What the fuck? Doesn't no, she know podcasting is up. like life? Isn't it? Right. That's what I'm saying. We interrupt this podcast for a quick promo break. But don't stress, we'll be back soon. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's your boy, Matt St. Jack. Whether you're an avid anime fan, a wee tadpole still finding your way, or anywhere in between, I'll be providing my opinions and insights on anime old and new. Think Yelp with help from friends and producers from other shows weighing in. I know you can't wait to hear, and I can't wait to tell, so let's get to it. This is Matt St. Jack with Anime Talk. Let's go. And I'm Aubrey. And this is Chicklet, a literature comedy podcast where we enjoy getting lit and talking about books that spoke to us as young adults. Yeah, book it was um, dope as fuck. Yeah, I did used to get it. the little personal pan pizza. Yeah, just for oh my god, just for you. Yeah, shit- nobody can take that shit, dog. <laughs> but we also cover movies with special guests, and it can get pretty crazy. I'll make a controversial statement. I will take this over Space Jam. Is that controversial? It People love Space be. Jam. 
We might have to we might have to stage a fight. So if you enjoy YA fiction, that fool of a fairy Lucinda did not intend to lay a curse on me. She meant to bestow a gift. Boozy beverages. Little shot of Bailey's in your coffee. Coffee, pizza, and Bailey's goes together like doesn't go together. Like it doesn't go together at all. And, and the power of friendship. I'll be like, I bought your Christmas present, and she'll be like, What'd you get me? I have to know. <laughs> Tell me right and now. And I'm like, Henry no. gets so irritated because I'm like, Do you want your present now? And he's like, It's like October. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Then we're the podcast for you. We've been best friends for over a decade, so join in on the fun and grab a drink, y'all. January 6th at 1.15 p.m., the day that Dry January died. Why don't you have a speaker in every room in your home? Does it seem like a huge investment or a daunting task to set up yourself? At Dio, we finally made simple, affordable speakers that you can set up in every room in under a minute. No app or voice assistant needed. Just play from your iPhone to any speakers. It's that simple. Get our launch discount at doconnect.com slash podcast discount. See, that wasn't too long. Now back to the episode. Telling you now having two of them definitely makes it live. <laughs> oh my God. How's that going for you? Interesting to say the least. It's one a lot podcast of work. Is a, I was going to say one podcast is a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but I'm actually really enjoying it. So. It is what it is. Well, that's so good. Anyone How's your listening other one going? who doesn't know what this is that we're talking about, <laughs> I actually have a solo podcast <laughs> called What's Sweet called? and Sour Nuggies. Hell yeah. How's that everyone doing? Everyone loves chicken nuggies. Doing well. Doing well. Mental health stuff's doing really well. It is. I think it's, it's the really climate, though, right? Away. I mean, it is. But at the same time, A, I didn't think a lot of people would want to open up about it. And B, right. it's not like I'm doing anything new. Like there are there are other mental health podcasts out there. Right. But I'll take it. Not complaining. No, that's awesome. And you know what? There are a lot of people willing to share, uh, as I've expressed to you, mm. with the series that I'm working on. Plug the series. Series. Okay, Kevin. so for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Plug the series, dumbass. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, which is obviously everybody, because I haven't said anything about it yet, but I'll go ahead and say something about it now. <laughs> for anybody out there who's listening, I am working on a series. Okay, so for anybody listening to this, uh, I have a series coming out the day after this comes out. If you're in America, it'll be two days after this. But So starting May 1st, I have been working on a series now for... Fuck, it's been three months. Anyways, it's it's a series on addiction and breaking the stigma around addicts and talking about the war on drugs and the history of drugs and how the government has kind of had their hand in the epidemic of addiction and kind mm-hmm. of creating it. Um, but one of the main focuses being that to break that stigma around addiction and addicts, which kind of goes hand in hand with mental health in a way. But I've had mm. a great response from the, from the community, from the podcast community, from strangers. I've talked to people from all different walks of life, meaning from people who are in, you're talking mental health, who had addictions, doctor, like I, I've talked to a nurse, a, pra- a nurse practitioner who had an addiction. I've talked and, and just every normal day people. So um, I think it's something that people 
like to express themselves and let other people know that they're not alone. And I think that's kind of the response that you've, you've gotten as well. But yeah, so if you're, if you're interested in addiction or, you know, even just sharing your story, you can reach out to me at jerryroompodcast at gmail.com. The introduction episode comes out May 1st, and then I'll release an interview episode the following Wednesday, and then it'll go to uh, one addicted episode every week, and then I'll still be releasing the true crime content every week too. So it'll be two episodes a week, but it's, it's seriously been a eye-opening experience. It's made me realize that I have some unresolved issues that I think Mm -hmm. I need to work on for myself too. Um, so, but I'm really excited for the series. It's, it's been a lot of work. It's been super, super challenging, which I have really enjoyed. And I, I just can't wait for it to come out. I've already gotten the introduction episode done, episode one done, and I've got 17 interviews edited already. I'm working on the intro and the outros, uh, for that, but yeah, it's been, it's been uh, it's been a, a really rewarding experience, and I, I can't wait for for people to start listening to it. I know I'm excited for it because you've spoken about it. Well, we've spoken about it a couple of times, and um, I've also got people in my family who've struggled with addiction, so it's a bit close to home as it does for a lot of people. So. And that's another aspect of the series that I've done too, is I, I not only have interviewed people who were addicts, but I've Mm -hmm. also interviewed family members of addicts and Mm -hmm. how their experience and what they've gone through. Um, So it's definitely, it's definitely touched a lot of people. And I knew that I, I knew it before going in because I have a lot of substance abuse issues in my family as well. In fact, I just lost an uncle to an overdose a couple of weekends ago. Oh, I'm sorry. And and it's just one of those things that it doesn't get talked about enough. And mm-hmm. I feel that if there was more education around it and people knew about it, and honestly, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but it's something that I truly believe. I, f- I feel like drugs should be legal. We have free mm-hmm. choice and free will for a reason. So I feel like it should be legal. If I feel like if it was legal and there was more education around it and people weren't buying the drugs in a back alley, I feel like there may be less overdoses. Mm-hmm. And then if you decriminalize, you know, like drug possession, drug use charges and stuff like that, it frees up more money and takes away from the prison system for education on drugs and, you know, mental health and so on and so forth. So um, it's definitely a series that I just hope, you know, starts a conversation. And honestly, if it just helps one person, then it, it seriously it's going to make all the work worth it you know what I mean yeah absolutely and I couldn't agree more with you on that especially over here I mean we don't even really have weed legal let alone anything else so well that's just something that (laughs) is fairly recently starting to become legal in the states right and Mm. it's still federally illegal and I don't know Mm. if you you've heard the introduction episode but um haven't you I shared it with you right you shared the intro. I don't think I've heard the whole episode. Oh, okay. I'll have to, I'll share with you the intro episode. Anyways, so I don't know if you know this. And for anybody who doesn't, the in the States, we classify, we have a classification for drugs. We have schedule one to schedule five, right? Mm-hmm. Schedule one being the worst and schedule five being the least worst. And marijuana is a schedule one 
while cocaine is a schedule two. I've never known anybody (laughs) to overdose on marijuana, but on a weed. (laughs) Right. So have gotten to a place where marijuana is starting to become legal in the States um, and it's state by state. But I think until we can get more states on board that I think it'll stay illegal federally and Mm. But until we can get it federally legalized, I, I, I truly think that it would it would just do a lot more good in the world for it to be legal. But the problem is, right, is it's money talks and the alcohol industry is a very socially mm-hmm. acceptable industry that for some reason just has a grasp on on everybody. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think that's so, the same everywhere. So because that's honestly one of the biggest substances that a lot of people have reached out to me with problems with is drinking Mm -hmm. and it's it's sad because it's socially acceptable to drink Mm -hmm. you could you could call your friends and tell hey let's go get a get a drink right but they might look down on you i'm not saying your friends would but i'm just using this as an example that your friends might look down on you if you call them and you tell them hey let's go smoke a a joint right they Mm -hmm. might be like "Mm." but uh, hey let's go get piss ass drunk though all night that's cool and throw up on ourselves ha 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 that's funny because Mm -hmm. media has told us that that's funny right uh but marijuana is "Eh," or let's go do a couple lines of cocaine right like you know what i mean so yeah but yeah i just kind of hope that this uh it just it just helps somebody and it starts a conversation around you know the aspect no, absolutely of i mean and, i and- grew up with two alcoholics parents a drug addict auntie like i know a thousand percent where you're coming from with all of this right and, and it's hard it's yeah. hard for 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 family members it's hard for children to watch it's hard mm-hmm. you know for people, for loved ones, for everybody. It's hard for the addict. It's hard for the loved ones. It's hard for, for everyone to just grasp that somebody that they love is dealing with those kind of issues. Absolutely. But I know, as I said before, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And he's hoping our listeners <laughs> are now looking forward to it because they can hear you talk about this and then they can hear me cry about my alcoholic parents on mine. So it's all good. <laughs> it's a full circle. <laughs> it's a full, it's a full circle people. We're all good. <laughs> but, but yeah, so it starts coming out. It's going to come out May 1st, midnight Pacific standard time, whatever that is for you. So that'll be Monday at fuck all that's okay 90 percent of our listeners are all over in the states you're fine (laughs) okay you're all good (laughs) so so yeah that's kind of that's a little bit about the series and and what it's about and back onto the track again (laughs) we've (laughs) been all over this episode which is fine. I don't mind. You can play. You can play musical chairs when you're editing it. You can put it like you can rearrange everything so that way it <laughs> sounds way like we, out of <laughs> right. So we sounds like we stayed on track. <laughs> I'll put all Django at the start, and then this will go at the end, and we'll be all fine. <laughs> or I can leave it as is, and it can be a complete mess, and it's totally on brand. So we're all well, good. <laughs> well, welcome to the roller coaster ride. That is the shit show of this podcast. <laughs> All because you took over. I'm blaming everything on you. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. That checks out. I'm, that's what I, I thought. <laughs> I thought you can blame me. Thing. I'm a guy. You can blame me. It's all my fault. It's fine. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? You're not supposed to agree to that. 
don't give me the option to agree and I won't. <laughs> you could be like, no, Kevin, of course, that's not what no, I would say. Oh, my God. That's not me at all. Why would I do that? Oh, right. God bless it. Right. Oh, no. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't even know where to go back. I've got a page full of notes and nothing is relevant to what we've been talking about. Well, since we're talking Tarantino anyway, out of the ones you have seen and finished, unlike your bill, <laughs> what's your least favourite? Oh, this was a question that I would hope you weren't going to answer uh-huh. or that you weren't going to ask. <laughs> <sighs> Pulp Fiction. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Just, it's a good film and it's Mm -hmm. well shot. And I'm not saying that it's not. It just, I just didn't do it for me. So what you're telling me is the poll that I've got going on Twitter at the moment where Pulp Fiction was losing to Inglorious Bastards is all you. Yes, (laughs) I have created. You (laughs) single-handedly. Right, fake accounts. Just I could vote for Inglorious Bastards. You are correct. Knew it. You are 100% correct. I knew it. Yep. Had to be You're someone welcome. and now I know who it is. Right. I hate you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I completely you. hate you. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. You know what? I think I might have a sound for that. Nope. Not that one. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it just, it, it, it didn't do it for me. I get what he was going for, but it just, it wasn't my thing. I, and I, I mean, I it's do one get of those it. things I, I don't, I don't like to admit to a lot of people because everyone's like, oh my God, Pulp Fiction's amazing. But it's like, no, because I got to agree. Like, if I'm going to go through my top five Tarantino, like, Pulp's not number one. Right. And, but a lot of I do enjoy is. the film, but yeah, I just, I don't think it's this mm. godly masterpiece of a film that's <laughs> top tier and above everything else. Like, I mean, it's about a drug addict who overdoses. I mean, it's, it's, Isn't that half the films these days? <laughs> I mean, yes, pretty much. It's uh, yeah, that's that's something that I wanted to talk about too. Was the these cookie cutter films that they're putting out, man? It's all it's all the same shit with different actors, mm-hmm. right? So Especially I recently, I know, films. Oh my god! So I recently watched. <laughs> Here we go. Scream Five. Oh, don't. Are we turning this into a screen five? Dislike? Oh my god! So you guys came for Django Unchained, and now you're going to get a movie review on screen five. Screen five? No, I'm I'm glad because Jess hasn't seen any of the screen films. So Jessica, I need, I need what the fuck to... is wrong with you? <laughs> I need someone to discuss this with. So go. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, so. Uh, when the original Scream came out, I was young and it, it was a staple of my childhood. Like, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Scream, Scream 2, mm-hmm. Scream 3, and, but not Scream 4. Scream 4 can fuck right off with Great. Scream 5. But I would rather watch Scream 4 over Scream 5. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, Scream 5 was fucking horrendous beginning to end. I was so mad by the time I finished that fucking movie that it is now, I can say with 100% confidence that Scream 5 is by far the worst movie that I've ever seen in my entire life. Wow. Like, I thought you were going to say the worst of the franchise, and I was going to agree with that, but worst film no. ever. 
it's it's fucking okay. I can send you some that'll be worse. <laughs> okay, worst horror film for sure. Worst... I can send you some that'll be worse. <laughs> okay, that's fine. But okay, fine. Worst franchise. I'll give you the franchise tag. But Bingo. how the fuck can you have the opening scene <laughs> victim survive a fucking scream movie? How? Not only that, like the whole electronically, like the phone with the doors and everything, I'm just, everything felt off. The whole film felt off. There was right. nothing about this film that felt like a screen film. It it just, and then they half-assly ki- uh, killed Dewey. Don't get me started on that. They made it what seem like. What the fuck was with that? <sighs> And then they turn around and they say the chick did it. And I'm like, but she's, she's shorter than him. And not only that, oh, my God. So the people who ended up being the killers, you were not invested in them at <laughs> all. You had no, I had no fucking clue who they were at the end of the film when it revealed. Oh, my God. These are the killers. Who the like, fuck who? are these people? <laughs> oh, you mean they're the, the text friend? Like, what the fuck? Why? I was so mad. At that movie, when it's it not was even over. that. It's the reasoning for it. And they're like, we just wanted to like make right. it extra meta. I'm like, what? What? Yeah. Why? <laughs> from from beginning to end, that movie was just fucking horrendous. It was. So I saw bad. it at the drive-ins, and I was so pissed off. Like I was throwing shit at the windshield. <laughs> Wait, you have a? Do you guys have drive-ins still? Yeah, there's one. Oh my! There's God. one half an hour. No, there's one. 40 minutes one way and then there's one about 20 minutes the other way i love the drive-in movie theaters they stopped doing them here in the states or at least anywhere around me i grew up going to the drive-in and i it's yeah, one of my, my most um, like nostalgic memories you know what i mean one of my best friends and i tried to go all the time so anytime that there's something we want to see we'll we'll now do it at the drive-ins there's no like there's no other way right what did we see last time oh we just saw uncharted i'm not going to go into that <laughs> we, yeah the one based off the game i have, i don't think i've seen it no no you it. don't want to it's literally just come out and you don't want to that's <laughs> a whole other story <laughs> um no but we saw rocky horror picture show there and it was the best oh. experience so how, like, people out the there cousins, dancing exactly yeah. everyone yeah. knew the music everyone knew the songs there were right. kids dancing like everyone it was so good uh we have a um like an old timey theater where I live at and every year uh, for Halloween, they do Rocky horror picture Mm -hmm. and you, your tickets like 15, 20 bucks, I think, or something. Mm -hmm. And when you go, uh, they give you this bag of stuff like toilet paper and rice and like like interactive props to be able to like throw with the crowd in certain parts of the film. It's really cool. I really, I really enjoy that movie. We have a couple of theaters here that are like that, but they're not close to me. They're like oh, okay. I'm I'm southeast of Melbourne City itself, and all the theaters are like north of Melbourne oh, or in okay. Melbourne. So, right, <clears throat> don't really tend to go there very often. But the drive-ins though, so much fun. Yeah, so much fun. Do you guys sneak so, food in and like? Do you guys sneak we, people in too? I mean, you could probably sneak people in. Food, no one would really care about. But to be fair, the food there's really good and it's really fucking cheap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Compared fair to, enough. so we were comparing this the other day. So we went, as I said, we saw Uncharted. 
we paid, obviously this is Australian dollars, but we paid $20 for the car to get in. So not per person, but just for the car. And then we paid, I think, $15 each for food. And that was like, we went all out. We were just binged on everything. So we had like the drinks, the popcorn, the those donuts, there was fucking chips, was like everything. If we had done that at the movies, we would have paid $30 each for the ticket just to get in. And like, nearly right. like, yeah. And then nearly like $25 just for two items. Jesus. Like it has gone up so much because I saw, what did I see? I saw um, the latest Fantastic Beasts. I saw the week mm. before we went and saw Uncharted and the cost difference blew my mind. Crazy, right? I was just like, why, why would anyone do this? <laughs> I've got right. a drive-in that's half the price. Why the fuck am I going to the movies? <laughs> Read that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even. I think I want to say one of the Marvel movies was one of the last times I went to the theater. I can't even remember, but it's not cheap here either. I mean, it's 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 the movies are becoming ridiculously expensive, mm-hmm. and especially when they're releasing movies to the streaming services. Why the exactly. fuck not? Would I just stay home and watch it? Exactly. And I think the it's last a- film I saw before Fantastic Beast was the was Joker. Ugh, and between that, oh, I've hit a nerve. <laughs> okay, I, before I even finish my sentence, you have to explain. <laughs> okay, so I get the, like I said, I'm very picky when it comes to my to my Clearly. entertainment and, <laughs> and, and movies. And I get the aspect that they were going for, like the, the message that they were trying to convey. And Joaquin Phoenix played one hell of a part. He is mm-hmm. a fantastic method oh, actor. Absolutely. So I can't knock that, but just the movie, I, I don't know. It just didn't, it was boring and it just did not feel like jokers of the past. And I get that they were trying to go for something different, but I feel like if you portray a character a certain way for as long as they have, you kind of got to stay on task with that. You know what I mean? You can't. Are you a fan of the comics? Uh, I'm not. No, no, either am I. Mm-mm. I haven't really read any, to be honest. Mm-mm. I read manga. I don't really read comics. Yeah, I, I uh, but it's just, it just, I wanted to see them do a, I think if they would have done a Jared Leto Joker movie before they did this one, I think it might've been, I may might have perceived it a little bit better, but they literally had two Joker characters running parallel at the same time. Mm-hmm. They and that I think it just it just didn't work for me, anyways, in my opinion. I, and I know it's critically acclaimed. It did like fucking four billion dollars or some dumb shit in like a matter of like a hot minute. So <laughs> I get why people loved it, and I I, I get the aspect that they were going for and the message behind it is a good message to get out there. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't a fan of the film. I mean, you're allowed to not like the film. Right. Not that other people would agree with that, but <laughs> How dare you? what about you? What about you? Did you like it? I loved it. Oh, of course. But I'm not. Oh, geez. yeah. Thanks. <laughs> just. I don't know. I really, really enjoyed it. But I don't like a lot of other films that other, like everyone 
adores. Right. Why I have a horror movie podcast is beyond me because the amount of pitchforks and torches I've had come my way for my reviews and opinions is ridiculous. It's just one of those things, and I, I, I like, uh, I like movies that kind of like suck you in you know what i mean mm-hmm. that like they engage your senses these jump scare fucking horse movies mm-hmm. that, that they're they're just not the first the first what year or so they weren't bad they were original they you know they they they, they fucking scared you they did their job that was their point but now it's just getting fucking ridiculous and then you either get a jump scare or you just get gore right so like the new texas chainsaw massacre movie it was just gore. It wasn't, mm. you know what I mean? Where there were a couple of cool death scenes in it, but it wasn't. Yeah, the movie itself wasn't scary. Wasn't the best. No, right. But that one part where that where he breaks that dude's arm and stabs him with his own mm-hmm. bone. I mean, I was like, that was awesome. That was, I love that. That was pretty fucking original. And I was like, and I can respect some like a scene like that, but just because you put something cool like in there, you you still you got to put more effort into the whole movie mm-hmm. the whole experience it needs to be more substance it's all right. just like here it is on the platter we're done do whatever right and that's uh that's where i think a lot of like i miss the, the a lot of the movies that like we grew up with and stuff because yeah movies were two two and a half hours long you got a good 30 minute chunk of build up of explanations mm-hmm. and and then you had, you know, where the buildup in between was great. And then you had like a 30 minute where it just everything culminated yep. and came to an end. And it was like, it just, that was a great way to put it. Now their movies are an hour and 20 to an hour and 30 minutes with 15 minutes to 20 minutes. Some of, of them credits. aren't even that long. Right. And like, so um, it's. Sorry, keep going. No, no, you're good. Um, what was that movie that came out on Shut Up? Host. It was like an hour and five minutes. Everything was that's... thrown in your face. Right. I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> yeah. Don't you know what's funny? So I got shutter because I was like, oh, this is this is perfect. Because one of my favorite genres is horror. I love horror. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I was so excited for you to invite then me on a horror podcast. About the and we've barely spoken about it, right? <laughs> We're talking about horror, though. It's okay. <laughs> but like, even with Shutter, like, I couldn't even get into Shutter. I was just like, oh, like there, and, and I gave it a valiant effort. I watched a lot of shit, and I was like, it just, I don't know, man. I maybe I'm just too hard to please. I don't fucking know. Maybe my nah, expectations Shutter, are too hard. Shutter was a massive disappointment because we got it later than everyone else. So you guys had it for like I think two years, three years before we even got access to it. And then oh, we finally wow. got access to it and there was fuck all on there. <laughs> I was like, what a waste. And now they finally started to uh, release more movies on there. But um, what's that series? Is it Joe something? The drive-in series? Oh, yeah. They're where huge they're over there. They keep yeah, advertising it, but yet we don't have it here. Like You have to be in the to watch it. Yeah. I'm like, what is That's... the purpose of this? I get more episodes of that on Amazon than I actually do on Shutter because Shutter won't release it here. How does that work? Like, do you 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 generally get everything we have, right? Or is it is it pretty it's hit limited? And miss. 
Seriously? So a lot of the stuff you get, we tend to get later. That's Netflix so is pretty the same. So like anything that's a Netflix original, we'll, we'll tend to get, like we got Texas Chainsaw at the same time as mm. you guys did. But um, uh, Amazon seems to be hit and miss. Uh, Shutter is a complete mess. <laughs> and then we've got our own streaming services as well. Oh, okay. So we've See, got Shutter- one here called Stan, which is Australian owned. And then I think, I don't know if Binge is Australian or if it's worldwide. I think that might be Australian too. Mm. See, the problem I had with Shutter was uh, I was trying to use the uh, the smart TV app mm-hmm. and like 50% of whatever the fuck was on there wouldn't play on the TV. But you can no, go on I the just, app on my phone yep, and play it. I Chromecast like, everything from my phone because it went whack. Stupid. It's stupid really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Tubi is the same, but I know that depends on the, the TV you've got. Oh, okay. Because Tubi I won't work on mine, but Tubi will work on Jess's because she's also got a smart TV, but they're different brands. Yeah, yeah. I have not tried Tubi, so I'll have to. Oh, to see Tubi's got the best B grade horror. Like, you want some really <laughs> stupid shit? Go to Tubi. <laughs> I'm talking like. You can see the strings. You can, like, blood is definitely corn syrup. Like, I'm talking. Oh, hell grade yeah. B grade. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Have you watched the brand new cherry flavor on Netflix? No, I've been meaning to. I swear to God, if you haven't watched it in a month, I'm going to come there and, like, beat you up. <laughs> this is this is me telling the world <laughs> that that you have to watch this show. You're not the first to tell me. I'm not going to be the last, and I'm really offended no. that you haven't watched it because I feel like I told you, you about it, like, two fucking months through? ago. Yeah, because you probably did. Okay, you know what, though? <laughs> this is how serious I am. This is how much of a snob I am, and I'm telling you right now, it mm-hmm. has to be at the top of your list. I don't Fine. give a fuck what's on your list. It's got to go to number one. Fine. I have recording again after this, and then I'll start it. <laughs> Just for you. <laughs> I will send you a message every day for a month and <laughs> a half you until you it? start that. Right. <laughs> fuck. And then I'll st- And then if you. Just send an owl. I'll get the message. Oh. <laughs> It'll be like uh, Harry Potter owls. You're pretty similar <laughs> to like fucking 85, right? You have to, though. It is. There is not a bad thing I can say about the show from beginning to end. Every wow. episode. It is, and you're a picky motherfucker. We've come I to realize. So when it comes to my like entertainment and horror and stuff, I am. And I, I don't know. I just always have been. You know what I mean? But. Mm-hmm. This show is gritty, it's gory, it's, oh my god, it's just fucked up from beginning to end. And you would, I think you would generally, genuinely like it. Genuinely. 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 That's, that's the name, that's the name of the episode now. Genuinely. Right. And there'll be dashes between. You gotta write, you gotta put syllables (laughs) in that shit though, right? American symbols. Shitty people, apparently. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> so 
but no, I, I, I am picky when it comes to horror. And I, I just, the sad part though is, is okay. So hot take like Jordan Peele and Mm -hmm. his horror movies, right? He starts off so well, the beginning Mm -hmm. of his shit is fantastic. If his movies were 30 minutes, his movies would be fucking amazing. God, I can agree with you so much on that. <laughs> but for some reason, after like the 30 minute mark, he it's like he fucking gives up. I swear to God. Look, I enjoyed Get Out, but I felt like the hype from that got his head too big. And then he went to us and it just all went downhill. Right. And it just, well, there was some movie that I watched the other day. It was like the first 30 minutes. It was amazing. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I can't. And then it was like, oh yeah. By the end, I was like, yeah, that's this is on brand for all the other <laughs> shit that he's put out. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Like this makes sense. That's me with um Ariasta. He does Midsummer and Hereditary. Oh, don't even get me started on Hereditary. Fuck oh no, 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 no. I'm forgetting you started because no one else dislikes this movie like I do. That movie was fucking terrible. It From was beginning horrendous. to end. It was horrendous. It was not it, a good horror film. No, it there was, was nothing It wasn't about even it. fucking scary. <laughs> it was bad. It was, was not so good. Stupid. Yeah, it was not good. I 100% am that person that always takes a shot at somebody who likes that movie because it was same. fucking terrible. It I'm is not same. a good film. And everyone talks it up. And I'm like, how? What? What right. Did we see a different film? Like, uh, right. Did which copy did you get? Did we have a different version. Like... Right. Did you get the, like the English version, like the fucking <laughs> England version or some shit? Like, what the fuck are you watching? Uh, yeah, no, I fucking hate that. I haven't seen M- Midsummer. Nice. I've heard that it's good, but I've also heard that it's slow, and so it's, it's kind of one of those things. Boring. It's like I probably wouldn't even like it anyways. It is so boring. <laughs> what about Mother? I can't finish it. I've tried. Why? Bored. Huh? Bored. How far did you get, though? I don't know. I haven't tried to watch it in a long time. So, Maybe half an hour in? Okay. So you got to get about an hour in, and then it gets really good. <clears throat> Mother is... I know, it's stupid, but it's worth it. So I was super fucking bored through the whole movie, right? Mm-hmm. And it gets to this part, and I don't want to spoil it or give spoilers. No, it's fine because I know pretty much the whole film, so it's fine. But it gets to a certain point of the movie, and then it just goes like completely off the fucking rails, and it gets really good. Oh, that's all right. It was Darren Aronofsky who did that. I was thinking it was um. I don't know why. I always think it's Lars von Trier film, but it's not. <laughs> Should be. But it it it. I could see why you wouldn't like it because it does. It is boring. It's boring as fucking balls until it gets good. I I think it's because I also know enough about the film before I even tried to get into it that it sort of put me off. Like I knew what was coming. I I know the whole backstory. I know the bullshit he wrote about it, made people read. I don't know the meaning and all that bull crap that comes along with it. And Mm. I was just like, by the time I got to it, I'm like, I already know what's coming. Well, see, I didn't. Yeah, see, it's different. Right. So I was like, meh. But I tried it and it was, I I stuck with it and it was, it was good. I'm sure if I went in blind, it would have been, it would have been okay. But yeah. 
Right. I didn't get that luxury. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I I haven't watched their. They really had. What about uh, what's that movie on HBO? Ignignant or uh, Malignant or something like that. Malignant. Yeah, that, there we go. Malignant. Sorry, you bring out that Phil. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was, was not. trash. Oh my I know, god, I agree. it was so bad. It was bad. And everyone just adores it, and I don't understand why. Yeah, I, I yeah. And it's kind of obvious terrible. where it was going as well. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the problem that I have with a lot of really entertainment period is that they don't know how to finish it. They don't know how to mask mm-hmm. the ending to Absolutely. where you can be like, oh shit! Like, there's a couple of times there are a couple of things that I can't remember off the top of my head that I'm like, oh damn, that was okay. I didn't see that coming, but. Mm-hmm. That is far and few in between anymore as to where before it kind of was the expected. You know what I mean? No, I couldn't agree more. It's always the last 20 to 30 minutes where I'm like, where did this film go? Right. Are we watching the um, same movie? Is this the Yeah. Like, what the (laughs) fuck happened? Right. What was, there's another film on Netflix. Um, The Platform. You seen that? I have not seen that one. I but love I've, that I, movie so much and that last 15 minutes. Just dicked it. Yep. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I won't say what or how or why, but I was like, yeah, no. I was so pissed off. Because that was the uh, first film in ages I really truly enjoyed. Right. And then what I got about, to that. What about Squid Games? <laughs> oh, you're you're one of those people that didn't like it, do you? Yep. <laughs> I just, it's not bad. It's not bad. I just didn't see the hype. I watched it before the hype happened, right? Uh, so lucky. I, I watched it. It was like probably as soon as it came out, sort of thing. Like it, it had only came. It had probably had only been out for a couple of days, and mm. so I caught it before all the hype happened. Because I'm the same way. If I, if I if something's hyped up and I go into it, I'm like, I'm my expectations are my, my expectations are already fucking high, mm-hmm. but then you double it because of the hype. And yeah. then it, it just doesn't meet that expectation. I'm the same. So, so, but because I watched it before the hype, it was really good. The last mm-hmm. episode was fucking trash and they should have just mm-hmm. X that episode and not put it in. And Agreed. it would because the, the whole point of the games was, to show the greed there is mm. no positive side to greed it greed yeah. is fucking greed and the way that they just kind of tried to end it on a positive note I, it totally like kind of killed it for me but mm-hmm. but yeah so i watched it before the hype so i enjoyed it I, I i i thought it was good and a lot of the the they did they produce it was well produced so oh, I, I'll I give it, it that absolutely it was um shot well produced well right. everything like that's fine I just found it a little predictable and I agree with you that last episode was wasn't needed mm-mm, mm-mm. not they at all could have ended it at <clears throat> what was it 10 episodes they could have ended it at nine, nine. And called it mm. good you know what I mean yeah absolutely uh, have you seen sweet beast no I don't no think not even sweet heard. beast not sweet beast that is not what it is hold on <laughs> there's a it's um i don't know if it's korean 
uh it's a show it's on netflix there is a show called Sweet Beast, but that is not the show That's that I'm talking about. about. No. But Sweet Beast is a good one, too. What about Archive 81? Have you seen that one yet? No, that one's on the watch list. That one I do know about. A lot of TV shows I'm very behind on. See, I um, like uh, TV shows over uh, movies. I don't know why. For me, it's hit and miss, but because right. of the podcast, I'm just so many movies to watch. And then like guesting on other movie podcasts and then that gives me more movies to watch it's just like (laughs) (laughs) just getting behind on tv oh sweet home that's what it is nothing to do with the word (laughs) (laughs) you couldn't be further away from it if you tried (laughs) sweet home another one that didn't another one that didn't finish well but it's a good it's a good uh something about asian media because it's also an anime they can't end it well it's not it's anime so no no i'm not i'm saying i was including anime as well though oh, 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 oh yeah like anime live action something about their endings they just right yeah this show does is. not end well either but uh it's a good show though well so. before we end whatever the hell this was <laughs> Is there anything you want to add, ask, or say before we end it? Uh, no, thanks for having me. Uh, I've really enjoyed the conversation, even though we have <laughs> been on a and fucking tangent for it is an absolute roller coaster of a conversation, <laughs> right? Uh, no, I, I really enjoyed being here, and, and I, I can't thank you enough for letting me be the first guest and uh, I appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> I got a sound for that, yay! yay! <laughs> Well, thank you for being here and, and agreeing to be on the show. Final yeah, thoughts and final review, or not review, but rating of Django uh, Unchained. Django, Django Unchained, definitely a 10 out of 10. Scream 5, a fucking 0 <laughs> out of 10. Do not fucking waste your time. Do not recommend. <laughs> I do not recommend. Django Unchained, I, re- I recommend 100%. If you are offended by language, it might not be your cup of tea. Yeah, but if you can appreciate a time period action movie with blood splatter and fantastic acting, then I, I it's the movie for you. I couldn't agree more. Although I'm probably about a nine out of ten, zero out of ten for Scream Five, a thousand fucking percent. <laughs> so bad jessica jessica you need to watch scream the whole franchise so you can talk about how shitty seriously i've been trying to get her to watch them like together for so long and it still hasn't happened it will happen tell her that you won't be friends with her anymore until she watches it (laughs) you're dead to me (laughs) you're fucking dead to me you 10 years of friendship out the fucking door <laughs> all over a fucking franchise what's wrong with you and scream of all that why fuck but no thanks for having me i'm really thank you for being uh, on i had no idea what the fuck i was expecting but this was better than what i guess i expected so that's good yeah it's been <laughs> it's been a conversation that's for sure <laughs> but, thank, you, thank you for for being here and agreeing to this shit show <laughs> Thanks for having me. Definitely check out the Jerry Room podcast. 
You can find me on any major podcasting platform that you listen to this. I promise my show is not a shit show. This is more. It's not. I highly recommend. It's really not. If you want to share your stories of addiction or substance abuse or a family member, you can reach out to me at jerryroompodcast at gmail.com. Be on the lookout. This that series will be coming out starting May first. So it's right around the corner. Perfect. Well, thank you for being here and we'll sign off. Have a good day. Bye, everyone. Hey, it's Ebony here, and I'm here to let you know that if you've enjoyed this episode of the Gruesome Twosome Movie Reviewsome, you can find us on other platforms. That's right, we are on Spotify, Apple, Good Pods, and more. You can also follow us on social media at G-R-U-E-T-W-O underscore movies. Gru2 underscore movies. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Hope to see you there.